Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. We, we honor you. We thank you for your presence. As we go into the Word, we ask that that same presence go with us. Come and open our eyes and our hearts, that we may behold and understand wondrous things out of thy law. Anoint me afresh, help me speak indeed as I should, as an oracle of God. Put the same unction and anointing upon the ears and the hearts of all who will hear me, those who are physically present, as well as those who will hear me remotely, electronically. So your word will flow freely from you through me to the people to do an internal and eternal work in every heart, including in mine. <clears throat> in particular, to cause our wills to become more humble, minds to be more enlightened with revelation knowledge, emotions to be more tempered and controlled by the power of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We further pray that as I speak, the power of the Holy Spirit be released in great and sufficient measure to heal, to deliver, to break yokes and free men so that they will become doers of the things they hear and are hearers only. I also pray for mercy to be faithful, to deliver the word with precision, to redeem the time and say only what you want me to say, bringing out of the treasure of this word things new and old, even as a scribe instructed unto the kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And all those in agreement with me, receiving all the blessings mentioned in that prayer in their individual lives, all individually agreed and said, you may be seated this morning, afternoon. I have an important instructional message and I have entitled it, Need for Patience. We are living in a time in which there is a great expectation for the manifestation of the glory of God. We've been preaching and teaching about these things in the last few prophetic messages on times and season, hastening the coming of the Lord. Uh, <clears throat> and many of these uh, allied mess prophetic messages. And this is like a... Uh, an exhortation to uh, complement uh, those messages, the flood of glory, the, <coughs> the present day spirituals, uh, Noah's spiritual ark. We're living in the time of the fulfillment, the present fulfillment of these prophetic truths. And um, one thing we're going to need between now and the manifestation of this glory is patience. This not only applies to the manifestation of the glory, it also applies to any promise, anything anybody's believing God for on an individual basis. In Hebrews chapter 10, in verses 35 and 36, it says, cast not away, read after me, cast not away, I didn't hear you, I didn't hear you. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense or 
of reward. For you have need of patience. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have need of patience. Say to yourself, I have need of patience. We all have need of patience. For you have need of patience. <clears throat> that after. Turn to your neighbor and say, not before. Say after. You have done the will of God. You might receive the promise. Verse 37. For yet a little while. He that shall come will come and will not tarry. Verse 38, now, 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 the just shall live by faith. And if any man draw back, draw back from what? Draw back from the walk in faith. Draw back from living in faith. Say, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. That displeases God. Because the Bible says that without faith is impossible to please God. Verse 39, but we are not of them. Say, so we are not of them that draw back unto perdition or destruction, but unto them that believe that we continue the walk of faith to the saving of the soul. Like I said, this is a general principle that applies to when I was a young Christian. These are the things we learned first, you know. Uh, I think Kenneth Copeland called them the power twins, faith and patience. Who through faith and patience inherit the promises. You can't exercise faith without exercising patience. Patience is what you need between the time you believe God for something and the answer comes in physical manifestation. And it is essential. But it is even more uh, uh, strategic and important as we expect the glory of God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, it says, for the whole creation is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Let's quickly turn there, and I'm going to come back to uh, uh, Hebrews, and then we're going to James. Uh, uh, Romans chapter 8, and I believe it's verse 19. It says, for the earnest, I didn't hear you, expectation of the creature, of the creation, waiteth, for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the cre creation, a creature it says, that's old English, was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope, because the creation <coughs> itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption <coughs> into the glorious liberty of the sons of God. Well, we know the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. This is a prophetic truth recorded by the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul over 2,000 years ago. It is still relevant today. It says all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. In verse 22, it says the whole creation is groaning and travailing in pain because of the pressures of the bondage to corruption that creation has come under because of Satan's uh, domination of the creation through, sadly, the fall of Adam. Why do you feel pain in your body? Because of sickness. Sickness didn't come from God. It comes from the devil. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. 
who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. All sickness is satanic oppression. Very simply and concisely put, when Adam fell in the Garden of Eden, the life force from God, God, God was, you see, Adam was made in the image and likeness of God and he was in, he was in fellowship with God. You know, in fact, he had the glory of God covering him. And from his spirit, God was bringing blessing to the whole earth. So when he fell, the connection between him and God was cut. So the power is just like when what happens when uh, um, um, the electric power goes off. Everything goes into darkness. The air conditioner stops working. The television stops working. Everything stops working. That's what happened to creation. Creation went into darkness and into the bondage of corruption. And it brought pain. It brings groaning. Groaning, of course, there's groaning for prayer. You know, but here he's talking about, you know, how you grow when you're in discomfort and when you're in pain. He says, and they travail in pain, but they are waiting. He says, they are waiting for the sons of God, you and I, to grow up spiritually, to become like Jesus, so that we can release the power of the Spirit without measure to deliver them from this bondage of corruption. They're waiting for it. But like we saw in the book of Hebrews, you know, uh, it says, you know, we have to have patience. That we need patience, and we're going to see how to apply before the end of this message, you know, to uh, uh, wait. But we don't wait passively, we wait actively until this glory and this manifestation comes. In fact, in the book of 1 John chapter 3, in verse 8, the Lord Jesus says this. He says, you know, uh, or rather John, speaking about the Lord Jesus, he says, you know, for this cause, purpose of the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. See, when there is a manifestation of the glory of God through his sons, a uh, uh, corresponding destruction of the works of the enemy comes in. What is destroyed? Sickness is destroyed. Sin is destroyed. Pain is destroyed. You know, everything. In fact, turn with me to Isaiah 61. It's not in my notes. I'm flowing by the Spirit. Isaiah 61. This is what the Spirit without measure does. 61 verse 1. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus quoted this in Luke as well as in, uh, in, in the Gospels. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because... He has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. To set, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. You know, this world is full of all kinds of pressures. You know, of emotional hurts, physical hurts, you know, financial pressure. To bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty. Liberty means a, a setting free from. To, to the captives, those that are in captive to what Romans 8 said, you know, the, 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 the bondage of corruption, who are captive to the bondage of corruption, the opening of the prison to them that are bound. This is, this is not only uh, 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 um, um, people who are in physical jail, you know, if you're bound by sickness, if you're bound by sin, if you're bound by 
depression, if you're bound by sadness, if you're bound by pain, he says, come to, I'm come to set you free. To proclaim, verse 2, I didn't hear you. The acceptable year of the Lord, which is the Jubilee, which that's why in the, in the old Israel, in, uh, every 50 years, the Jubilee people are set free from their debts and all of that. But Jesus now, you don't have to wait every 50 years. Jesus is now our Jubilee. So he's here now to set us free. Free from sickness, free from sin, free from uh, all this bondage of corruption. You know, the day and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Let me, uh, let, let me stop there and let's go back to Hebrews chapter 10 because I, I want to stick with me. Um, theme of this uh, message. So in, in Hebrews chapter 10, all this is, all, is in the background. It says, don't cast away your confidence. You have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise. And then he zeroes in on the promise of his coming, which we saw in our, in our last message where we talked about hastening the coming of the Lord. Talking about his coming in us. Then in, in verse 37, he references that. And he says, for yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. In, in Malachi chapter 3, the Bible says that the Lord whom you seek shall come suddenly. Of course, we're already his temple. He's already in us. But he's talking about his coming in us in, uh, the, with the spirit without measure. Coming in us in his fullness. He is already in us, but he's not in us in his fullness. And the whole creation is waiting. Nigeria is waiting. The kind of pressures people are under now, uh, you know, uh, they're terrible. Financial pressures that have a ripple effect. It's not just an, you know, uh, just not just one thing. You know, I was reading the papers yesterday, you know, that they, they, they're not going to increase the school fees, you know, the universities from maybe about 50,000 to 200,000 or 90,000, you know. So people who could even struggle to manage to send their children to university will find it much more difficult to do so now, you know. Uh, well, of course, we all, the, the fuel price has ignited, you know, uh, a cascade of, uh, of events, of uh, difficulties, you know. And there are all kinds, in, in, in addition to that financial pressure, there's also tremendous spiritual pressure because we're living in perilous times, you know. And, and, and Satan and his uh, cohorts, you know, are putting men under tremendous pressure, making them think, feel, and act like the devil, you know, more and more so, the Bible says, I was sharing this on Wednesday, says evil men and seducers will wax worse and worse. Like we are getting more conformed to the image of Jesus, people who are not, both Christian and sinner, who are walking in the, in, in the flesh, become more and more like Satan. It's a default. You see, if you're not moving upstream, you're moving downstream. And that's why you need to be paddling upstream. Even though there's pressure. Because if you allow yourself to go, you're going to go back. You're dealing with spiritual forces. And you need to understand that. And that is why we all have need of patience. 
What is patience? Patience is the is a spirit, is a virtue, is a divine attribute, a divine virtue of remaining consistent. That's what it is. It doesn't just mean waiting a long time, but being consistent in all some of the things I'm going to talk about, consistent in speaking the word, consistent in prayer, consistent in walking in love, consistent in, you know, Bible reading, consistent in, you know, uh, all these things. You need to be consistent. And it takes spiritual power to do it. That's why it's a spiritual force. If you, if you don't, if, you, if, if you're not uh, uh, very well connected to God and you're not releasing that spiritual force, you'll find that you will get weary because of the pressures and the, and the, and the uh, 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 evils of this time. It's very easy. In fact, the Bible says we should not be weary in well-doing, meaning that you can be. Otherwise, you won't say so. You know, you, 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 you can get tired. You can get, you know, overwhelmed. You, you feel, oh, God, can I continue? Wow, will I be able to overcome this? But that's why you have need of patience. Look at James chapter 1. We're going to look at two scriptures in James. The first one is in chapter 1, talking about this patience thing. And uh, in verses 2 through four. Maybe I should take it to verse six. He says, my brethren. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking to you, he's talking to me. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Man, talk about diverse temptations. That's what we're living in in this time. Dive, you need from different angles. It's financial temptation, there's moral temptation, you know, there's existential temptation, security temptation, all kinds of horrible things, you know. Uh, and there's been an uh, escalation of these things because the scripture says, because we're in the end time, it says, iniquity shall abound. And indeed, it is abounding, you know. The pressures we're going through now, you know, both individually as well as a nation in Nigeria and in the world generally. In some places, it looks a little bit better than Nigeria, but don't be deceived. They have their own set of pressure. Own set that sometimes are even worse than our own. In Nigeria, you got financial pressure, you know, you've got security issues to some degree, you know, uh, to a degree. In places like America and England, you've got these horrible moral, you know, homosexuality, transgender, all kinds of things attacking your children. There was something we saw on the, this thing. He said, we are coming for your children. Yes, there is uh, this group, this uh, uh, LBTQ. He said, we are coming for the children. You know, you see them blatant, open. I told us the other day, you know, a uh, state in America that has, I, believe, I don't know if they passed it or not, uh, you know, enacting a law that if your child is 13 years old and the child is a boy and he feels he should be a girl, or he's a girl, he's a girl, she's a girl and she feels she should be a boy, she can tell her teacher in school, and the government has the power to take the child away from you and put the child in a facility 
you know, and do a permanent, and it cannot be reversed. A operation on the child to change the gender. And you have no say in the matter. And if you talk too much, they will lock you up. The child has a legal right to divorce you as a parent. Yes. Give me the petrol pressure. <laughs> I don't know if you are, if you are appreciating what I'm... I would rather have the pressure I have in Nigeria than have that one. In a language, that means God won't allow us to see something terrible. I Give me all the world of Nigeria. I'm happy with that. I'm not happy with it, but it's better than that one. I have no control on what my child is taught in school. And I can, you know, you know the, the, the child can wake up, you know. I'm not talking about 18 years. I'm talking about 13. And decide what they want to do. And they will take the child from you. What could be worse than that? And it's getting worse every day. It's getting worse every day. So you see that if you jack back, <laughs> you may be going from the fry pan to the fire. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.